Welcome to Insignium Bits, conversations about breakthrough, innovation, and transformation. Hi, everyone. This is Jen Gabriel. I am a consultant at Insignium based in Europe. Welcome back to Insignium Bits on breakthrough, innovation, and transformation. Today, to celebrate Women's History Month and International Women's Day, I have the pleasure of being joined by Marie-Cécile Goldblum, the Transformation Director for Chubb Fire and Security in France. Hi, Marie-Cécile. Thank you for joining us on this podcast today. Hi, Diane, and uh, thank you for having me. So March is Women's History Month, a month to celebrate women's contribution to history, culture, and society. Also, the 8th of March is International Women's Day, a day to celebrate women's achievements, raise awareness against gender bias, and take action for equality. I asked Marie-Cécile to join us today to talk about our career in business, our breakthrough moments in our professional life, and our passion for transformation. Marie-Cécile, how have you built your professional career after you graduated from one of the top business schools in Europe? So uh, j just after graduation, I joined an average French team as a consultant, and I started to work on transformation projects based on ERP deployment. I think I was in France one of the first people to participate to SAP implementations, which was uh, uh, maybe the first breakthrough in my career because, uh, because SAP was a big hit right after that. And of course, it helped me develop. So I did some, um, been through all the uh, raids in my consultant firm from junior consultant, senior consultant, and uh, manager. And at one point, I was managing quite big projects in terms of um, transformation and ERP implementation. I as well um, did some business transformation or business plan development assignments within, uh, within that uh, Uh, that firm. After about eight and a half years or nine years, a little bit less than nine years, I decided that I wanted to see more of the changes that I implemented and, uh, and, and, and to stay for longer into one business. Because when, you know, when you're a consultant, but you know that, Diane, of course, we work with the customer, but at one point we have to leave them and, uh, and we don't see the complete outcome of, of what we've contributed to build. So um, I was looking for position in an industrial group. And uh, I joined uh, the Lafarge group, which was uh, one of the, uh, at that time, one of the leaders. I think it was the leader in terms of building industry. And within that group, I really had tremendous opportunities because I, I developed myself. So first, when I joined the group, I joined them uh, through the, uh, in the IT teams and And we had so many transformations around IT at that time. It was just before uh, Y2K. It was uh, the implementation of ERPs. It was uh, creating shared services for, for IT. And, and, and all that transformation was really uh, providing me with very good opportunities and, and projects. And then I joined uh, the teams, the sales teams. And I, I was, uh, I was um, a contributor to a major project of uh, transformation of sales uh, people, sales teams in the in our cement business unit in France. And I further developed as well in supply chain and, uh, and business transformation as a whole. Always for Lafarge and uh, mainly in France and in Europe, in Western Europe. And I really understood that my passion was about achieving change, achieving transformation, building new teams, building resilient teams to support our businesses. After 20 years in Lafarge, I really wanted to change 
and in order to have a higher impact. At that time in Lafarge, I was not part of an executive committee and I really wanted to, uh, to access to that level of, uh, of responsibility. So uh, I went back to school. And uh, I went back to my, my first school. I went back to HSC for an executive master in business unit management. I've been studying there for a year. I wrote down a thesis and, and I was very happy to go through all this process. I learned so much. And then uh, I got the opportunity to join Chubb Fire and Security Fronts at the XCOM level. I work uh, with all the XCOM and directly for the MD. And the MD hired me to create the transformation plan and to animate this transformation plan to achieve the plan within five years for job fire and security fronts. Great. Thank you very much for sharing all this, Marie-Cécile. Question on the challenges that you might have faced as a woman in the industries you worked in. I think the main challenges I faced was about representation because in all the industries, being specifically in the beginning of my career, there was very few women in positions of power. And I think this is really something challenging for us. For, for me, it was challenging because it was very difficult for me, first of all, to project myself into another position, a position of power. And secondly, the top managers, the HR teams did not really think of us women as potential replacement for, you know, branch managers or sales directors or whatever people into executive committees. And that's, for me, it was really a big challenge. And I have an anecdote on that because um, people didn't even notice the absence of women, really. I remember one time after a big meeting, we were all getting back into our offices, office place, and um, and we were waiting for the elevator. And at one point, the elevator comes and the uh, country manager comes into the elevator and he turns around and sees that he's with, I think we are three or four women with him in the elevator. And he says, oh, that's the first time here that I'm the only man surrounded by so many women in the elevator. And I turn to him and I say, but this is what I have every day. This is my everyday experience. And it's not only in the elevator, it's as well in the meeting rooms. And mm -hmm. it really, uh, then we had a silence. And when I think back to that anecdote, and at that time I was, you know, I was a bit upset as well because I, I was really angry about that situation, specifically for the gender representation, because I think I was the first concerned. And it was the first time that I, I really understood that it, they didn't even notice the absence of women. They didn't see that we were not here. But sometimes we were only one woman in, in a room with 10 people in a meeting. And that was not shocking for them. Later, I understand I was at, at that time, I was very conscious of the gender representation. And today I've moved a little bit as well, because I understand that myself, I did not at that time notice that we were only white people in the room because there are some other diversities I was not very conscious about at that time. And today we have to notice the absence of diversity first. It's really something we need to notice. And, 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 and that really struck me. And, and, uh, and then um, has been a, a very important, uh, very important point in all my professional life to make sure that, uh, that the representation is as equal as we can, even in the way we talk. You know that in French, most of the titles are gendered. Like we say, always directeur d'agence and never directrice d'agence for instance. So, and I always try to include 
both gender in when I speak, because I think even in, in the language, it's important to have a representation. Yeah, so right. this is uh, the challenges. <laughs> <laughs> right, thank you very much, Marie-Cécile, for sharing these inspiring moments that, that you had in your career. What were the breakthrough moments in your career and what was the step change that really generated a new set of opportunities and possibilities for you? Uh, when I look back to my career, I, I, I really uh, noticed that most of the breakthrough moments I had in my career were, were when I had the opportunity of managing big, impactful projects for executive managers or executive teams. And I have really the, the sensation that at that time, at, I was at the right level in the organization to have an impact, and I was really fully in charge. Of, of major projects. And um, I had first, the first opportunity was given to me by the executive vice president of Western Europe for Lafarge. And uh, he gave me the opportunity to build a project to improve the IT performance within his region. And I was able to create some IT shirt services in Madrid to operate for five countries. That was, that was a, a great project, really. That really made a difference. And today, these shirt services still exist and still operate. Another opportunity was given to me by the managing director of France, who uh, had a big project to merge six business units and shared services into one single country. So I was in charge of delivering this uh, transformation project for his country. And today uh, I work at the executive committee of Chubb Fire Security France, and I, I'm helping this great company to achieve a major transformation for the next five years. So I think really Really breakthrough moments are when I had the possibility to have an impact, to make the difference, to transform and to build new things. Marie-Cécile, you are now the Transformation Director for Chubb Fire and Security France and a member of the Executive Committee. What are your priorities and your biggest challenges? Yeah, so f first of all, I, I need to uh, to explain that Chubb Fire and Security France is a service company. Uh, and and together, we are 4,000 people working into that company. It's really, uh, and, and the people are the key of the performance of, of the company. And the biggest challenge when I when I joined Chubb France was to help the uh, executive committee and, and, and a part of a leadership team to build a transformation plan to address very different situations because we have four different uh, segments, four different business units with very different challenges within the next four years. Most of them are around growth. Uh, but some business units as well have to increase their profitability or to structure better their operations. So first challenge is how to build a global plan for one, one country with very different situations in terms of business units. The second challenge is that we operate in an environment which changes this very fast. And we as well had a new shareholder at the beginning of the year we were acquired by API Group, an American group. So now we have to work and manage our plan in order to be able to deliver the vision. But even if the paths and the way to deliver the vision is different from what we intended in the first place, because we have to, to rearrange our priorities given uh, the environment and the context. And my first priority today, so apart from making sure that us in the executive committee and the leadership team were able to review the priorities and 
address the, the situations in order to work well towards the vision. The second priority for me is to create a project management team, which is efficient and resilient. So today I'm really working on the development of the skills and the empowerment and the leadership of, of my project managers team. So people who have been picked in all the organization who comes from very various positions and uh, departments of the company. So I'm really focusing on that right now. So thank you very much for sharing all these insights on, uh, on your career and your passion for transformation, your breakthrough moments. Last question, what advice do you give women who ask you about career development? I think the first advice I would give them is to dare, to dare to jump, to opp to jump on opportunities. I don't know why, well, not really, maybe there could be a good debate on that, but I'm not a scholar on gender aside, gender Um, and, uh, but I have this feeling that as women are, are, uh, taught to be what we call bon élève in French, you know, the good, uh, the, the good pupil. So, uh, and we need to achieve always more to comply to very high standards we are given. And the problem is that in the, in our careers, this can have a very negative impact because we are applying too late to, uh, executive or to, um, uh, to managerial, uh, to leader positions, leadership positions. So. We, as, as women, really, you have to dare, you have to apply sooner and to make sure that everyone knows your ambition. If you have ambition, if you want to, uh, to, to, um, to develop yourself and, and to be uh, a leader in your, in your company. And if there is no opportunity in your company, leave it. That's as simple as that. You have to find a place where you get opportunities. So I would say really don't stay into situations with doesn't suit you if you want to go if you want to to be a leader if you want to to access to executive team you have to lean in you have to aim to executive teams and make sure everybody knows it and please believe in yourself believe believe in your uniqueness and and find your own leadership style Because the dominant leadership style we have seen for decades is, is a specific leadership style, which is embodied by white men in their 50s. I know that this is one style of leadership and, and, and women can bring another style of leadership. And please don't try to mimic the old style. Be, be, be who you are and just use who you are to, to access to, to leadership. And another uh, last advice, learn whenever you can. Thank you very much, Marie-Cécile. This is very inspiring. Is there anything that you would like to add? I would like to quote uh, someone I, who inspires me. She's uh, Christine Lagarde. Christine Lagarde is, uh, is, is a very inspiring woman for me. Uh, she, she has been one of the first, I think she was the first woman uh, associate in her um, lawyer's firm in, uh, in America. And, and she said um, during a... Uh, I think it was uh, uh, an intervention during the uh, the women's forum, and she quotes a woman who was uh, was mentoring her as a new appointed leader into her consulting into her uh, lawyer's firm, and she said uh, that the advice was 
when you get to a position of power, you have to dress, you have to address, and you have to redress. And she said, you have to dress because powers comes, power comes with some specific way of behavior, specific behavior and specific ways of dressing. And you have to get the, uh, the right suit for, or the right dress for, for the, the position. Address, because when you're in a position of power, you have to make sure that the, rights, uh, the right subjects are addressed, that the challenges are addressed into, uh, into your company. And you're here to make sure these subjects are, are addressed by, by the others. And be prepared to redress, because when you're a leader, you cannot tolerate complacency, you cannot tolerate uh, bad behavior, and it's your role to redress. And, and, I, and I like that, that quote, really. <laughs> so I wanted to, to quote Christine Lagarde about that. Thank you very much for your time, Marie-Cécile, and all your insight. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Diane. Over 30 years ago, Insignium pioneered the field of organizational transformation. Please continue to our library in the episodes page of your podcast tool of choice.